As a follower of Jesus, as a follower of Yeshua the Messiah, you have been born anew. But what does that really look like? What does that really feel like? In our next few studies, we're going to unpack the principle of living for the Lord on a day-to-day basis. I'm glad you're with me. This is the Another Chance Podcast, and I'm Brian Sussman. Thanks for joining me, everyone. This is the Another Chance Podcast, and I call it Another Chance because the God we serve, the God we follow, isn't just a God of a second chance. He's the God of another chance. First, a prayer update. Yesterday, I was telling you about my friends in Nigeria, in the town of Jos. Uh, some people refer to that town as J-Town. It's, it's a large city that is a center for Christian ministry. It's located somewhat in the central part of Nigeria. Nigeria is a war-torn country. Muslims to the north, Christians to the south, and many of the Muslims to the north have been radicalized. There was an outbreak of radical Muslim terror in the city of Jos. Women and children were killed. My friends asked me and an international Bible study that I'm a part of, that's why I met these gentlemen, to pray. And I ask you in turn to pray in yesterday's Another Chance podcast. Well, I would say that just as the Bible declares, the prayers of the saints availeth much. Our prayers are very powerful. The Lord moved, came in on the scene, and last night all was calm in the city of Jos. My friends said that this is a great victory. I will keep you posted. Now, today's study, we're in the book of Ephesians, the book of Ephesians. And again, as followers of Jesus, we have been born anew, but I always like to get into the practicality. I'm not a theologian. I'm not really even a Bible scholar. I'm just a guy who has been following the Lord for a certain period of time, and I'm very practical. I want to know what that looks like. My goal with these Another Chance podcasts is to encourage and equip. So I want to encourage you in your walk with the Lord, and I want to better equip you to follow Him more closely on a day-to-day basis. So let's open up our Bibles to Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1 through 6. I like to bounce around with various translations, and you may have a favorite translation. Uh, Oftentimes for public reading, I will use the New International Version. So here we go. This is Ephesians chapter 4, verse 1 through 6. Verse 1. As a prisoner for the Lord, then, I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. Now, recall, Paul was in prison for his faith. When he wrote this letter, it was about AD 62 in Rome. I urge you to live a life worthy of the calling you have received. You see, my friends, when you decided to follow Jesus, (laughs) it's interesting, isn't it? He chose you before you chose him. (laughs) 
But when you answered that call to follow him, you received also a calling. And that calling is to go out and spread the good news. That calling is to live a life worthy of the salvation you have received from the one who says, I am the way, truth, and life. So he says, I urge you. In fact, if you, if you dig into the actual original language here, this urging is actually a begging. I am begging you to live a life worthy of Jesus dying on the cross for your sins. I'm begging you to do this. So here's a man in prison for his faith begging us to step up, begging us to live that life that we can live, not on our own strength. Oh, no, 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 friends. If it were up to you and your own strength, some have more strength than others. Some have more discipline than others. But I can say I can't live the life without the Holy Spirit. In Hebrew, the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit in filling me and empowering me to live a life that is at least somewhat worthy because my flesh keeps getting in the way. But we'll continue talking about this. Verse 2, be completely humble and gentle. Be patient, bearing with one another in love. In verse 2 here, Paul instructs us to behave contrary to our prideful human nature by being humble, gentle, patient, and loving. Friends, again, I don't know about you, but I can't do this without the power of the Holy Spirit. Even today in my morning prayers, I was praying for humility. I was praying for gentleness. I was praying not to be envious or jealous. I was praying that I would be patient and I would bear others in love. Oh, yes, friends, let's let's don't beat around the bush. Some people are just hard for us to love. Some people seem to be so arrogant and so full of themselves that we don't want to love them. But I was asking the Lord specifically for one particular person. I said, Lord, help me to love this person. I know they don't like me. I know they don't think much of me. But I want to love them. May I just ask you a question right now? And I feel I'm being led by the Spirit to ask you this question. Who's on that list that you need to love? I'm serious. Who is on the list that you need to love? Who is on the list that you have a difficult time? Maybe it's a family member. Maybe it's a neighbor. Maybe it's a coworker. Maybe it's a friend. I know it may seem impossible, but God can and will give you the power to love that person if you will only, just as it says here in the Word, be completely humble. Ask him. He'll help you. Verse 3, or better yet, ask him and he will empower you. Verse 3, make every effort to keep the unity of the Spirit through the bond of peace. 
Okay, stop. What in the heck is he talking about here? Verse 3 admonishes us to live in unity with our brothers and sisters in the Lord first, and then others. But first, first it's the body of Christ. First, it's our, our brothers and sisters in Jesus. We've got to get along with these people. <laughs> and, and, and friends, this really, this really reflects Jesus' last prayer. Do you realize his last prayer prior to going to prior to going to the cross and dying for your sins my sins was that we live as one it's in the gospel of john chapter 17 verses 21 23 he wants us to live as one and i know especially nowadays the enemy has just been so able to divide us uh, especially on political matters. We need to be as one. Continuing, verse 4, There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. One body refers to us, the church, the, the body of believers, the group of believers that has made the decision to acknowledge Jesus as Lord. We acknowledge that he died for our sins. We acknowledge that he rose from the dead. We acknowledge that he is our only hope. And, And one spirit here, so that's the one body, one spirit is the Holy Spirit. And it's the Holy Spirit's power that keeps us unified. We are called to one hope. There is one body and one spirit, just as you were called to one hope when you were called. So again, we were called to one hope. That's our goal as Christians. Someday we will be taken from this world into the presence of Jesus. We need to get along here, friends. This is our testing ground. Oh God, please help us. It is so hard. Friends, I'm not I'm not trying to uh I'm not trying to make this I'm being honest with you. This can be difficult. Living the Christian life can be difficult. Especially for some of us who are very stubborn and very selfish and very caught up in ourselves. And I'm raising my hand higher than the rest of you right now. Verse 5, one Lord, one faith, one baptism. One faith, we were called. One Lord, one faith, one baptism. Our faith is in Jesus, the only way to heaven. Our baptism is the baptism of the Holy Spirit that occurs following a sinner repenting of their sin and acknowledging Jesus as Lord. It is the power that provides us the ability to live a righteous life. You know, the Holy Spirit's always been there. The Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's always been there from the very beginning. You read the the book of Genesis, and the Holy Spirit was there. (laughs) Holy Spirit's always been there. But once Jesus came in the flesh, once died as the ultimate sacrifice for our sins, once he rose from the dead... 
and then ascended to heaven to be back with his Father, in his stead came the Holy Spirit residing within each one of us. That's that's the power we have to live this life. And then, of course, verse 6, one God and Father of us all, who is over all and through all and in all. I want to skip ahead to verses 22 and 24 from Ephesians chapter 4. You were taught with regard to your former way of life to put off your old self, which is being corrupted by its evil desires, to be made new in the attitude of your minds and to put on the new self created to be like God in true righteousness and holiness. Therefore, each of you must put off falsehood and speak truthfully to your neighbor for we are all members of one body. In your anger, do not sin. Do not let the sun go down while you are still angry, and do not give the devil a foothold. And then it goes on. It talks about unwholesome talk coming out of our mouths. That's a no-no. tells us not to grieve the Holy Spirit of God with whom we were sealed for the day of redemption. Get rid of all bitterness, rage, anger, brawling, slander. Again, this is all found in chapter 4. And actually, I went past verse 22 and 24. Now I'm in verse 31 and 32. But this particular passage sheds light on the type of lifestyle the Holy Spirit is willing and able to empower us to live. And I just want to back up to verse 27. Do not give the devil a foothold. There are many analogies to describe a foothold. But this one comes to mind. We've talked in past devotionals that you are his workmanship. He took something that was dirty and etched up and scraggly and he cleaned it off, and he smoothed it off. And and friends, you're beautiful. You are beautiful in his eyes. However, when we sin, little etches go into that beauty of the exterior of our being, and those etches lead into our heart. And the devil, who prowls around like a roaring lion seeking someone to devour, devour, the Bible says, sees that little etch, gets in, and starts to work it, hoping he can get that etch bigger and bigger and bigger and get into your heart and really screw things up. Does that make sense? We don't want to give the devil a foothold. When we sin, that happens. And I've seen people really start to mess up in their Christian life, and they give the devil more and more footholds And over a period of time, you meet them and you think to yourself, wow, I can't believe you're the same person. It's like you've gone in reverse. God took you, cleaned you up, made you whole, and now you've reverted back to your former self. Friends, we don't want to be that guy. We don't want to be that gal. It's the lifestyle of the Holy Spirit that must be ours. And and here's the beautiful thing. 
when we do create a foothold, remember this, remember this. 1 John 1, chapter 19, or excuse me, 1 John 1, verse 19. If we confess our sins, he is faithful and just and will forgive us our sins and purify us from all unrighteousness. That's the beautiful thing. When we create a foothold, pray that prayer. Lord, I confess my sins because you are faithful and just and will forgive me my sins and purify me from all unrighteousness. And James chapter 4, verse 7, submit yourselves to God, resist the devil, and he will flee. Join me in prayer. Lord, at the end of the day, we want to be more like you. Thank you for forgiving us of our sins. Thank you, thank you for puri- purifying us from all unrighteousness. Thank you for giving us eternal life. Thank you for dying for our sins. Oh, Lord. Right now, some need to confess footholds. And I, I know that my brother and sister listening will do that just now. Lord, I confess the foothold of anger. I confess the foothold of deceit. I confess selfishness. I confess the foothold of this behavior or that behavior, which, which is not in keeping with your spirit. I confess these things. Clean me up, Lord. Forgive me. Oh, thank you. I just want to be more like you. In Jesus' name, amen. This is the Another Chance Podcast. Thank you for joining me, my friends. Let's walk in his victory. Until next time, God bless you, and God bless the United States of America.